0: The Box Podcast. Today is what is today? Wednesday, December seventh. Regular season is over, but we're still talking college football. A cash considerations production. My name is Dave Sherpen. I am the sportsbook conciliary at Sports BK Consig. With me, as always, even during the off week, although it's not really an off week. He's the quarterback of the show. He's Brad Howe. He's at Brad Howe 07. B Howe, it's winter in Vegas officially. It's cold. How are you, sir?
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's good to see you. It's good to be back here. We've got, we still have games to talk about, even though there's not any this week necessarily. You do have the nice lid, the nice lid. Some call it a stocking cap. Some call it a toboggan different parts of the u.s you call it toboggan we're uh that's nice you've got winter out there we've got spring here i might hit the beach here later about 60 some degrees here in west virginia so we're just living it up with this tropical weather here it's
0: 32 here this morning it's 32 65 at my house they won't let me turn the heat on i don't know if it's a, a test or what but between this and the elves every morning In the house, I don't even know. I I wait till you see what I tweet out later at Sports BK Consig. What they came up with with this is unbelievable. With us, as always, too, he's Dan Alexander. He's at Newbie Talks on the Twitter, making sure we sound good, look good, get the show out, and providing, you know, Penn State looks, props, different things like that. Newbert. How you feeling? How you doing? Sheripan,
2: right? how how is it two minutes into this show and you didn't lead with Nick Singleton, Big Ten, freshman of the year? I told you he's coming. I warned you he's coming. He ain't going nowhere. See him in the open field. Nick Singleton, it's just beginning. True freshman, freshman of the year.
0: Well, I hope that Nick is gonna play in the bowl game because oh, yes. that's where we're gonna go here today. We're talking about Transfer portal. How? I mean, literally, it's the like fourth largest city in the United States. How many kids are in that thing? The 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 headaches of coming up with lines and plays and things like that. Be how? Just just steer the ship, please, because it's early in the morning here and I'm a mess.
1: Fine, I got it. Give me the wheel. Here we go. We will talk about all that because it's really relevant to betting on bowl season. So we'll get into the portal and the transfers and the opt-outs here in just a second. But let's start with, I said there's no games this weekend. There's no bowl games this weekend. There is a game, and it's a fun one. It's it's Army-Navy, and we know what to do when Army-Navy comes up, Dave. The total, the total, (laughs) we're down 32.5 is the total. (laughs) 32.5, but here's why. 16 straight unders in this game, 16 consecutive unders. Now, this is the lowest number it's been over that span. And if you took this number and put it back on the previous 16 games, the under would only be nine and seven. But oh. we've got we've got two service academies playing. I've already played the under. I'm not <laughs> waiting. Just give it to me. We'll sweat it out. It's a ridiculous total, 32 and a half.
0: How low? will the number have to be for you to bet over because I would come in the book every year when we did this. I mean, (laughs) this is almost my entire career. That's 16 years in Las Vegas, right? Where I'm going guys, let's lose to the over. Let's set, let's try to make a history here. Let's put a number out that ain't nobody going to bet under and we'll take all the money or we'll set a record for losing to the over. Like, how low can you make a football game be? How, like, 28? If I yeah. gave you 28, would that be the number?
1: I mean, that has to be the number. I mean, I, got, I, I have anxiety about 32 and a half. This is ridiculous. But playing with house money over the years, if you've been betting the under here, so just put it on 32 and five. Give me 1710 and let's get us out of here. <laughs> give me 1713. Get out of here.
0: Well, I think, I mean, I think 31 and a half will be the lowest, like, that it could get? Like, I don't know. It's going to take somebody with a big pair of huevos, if you know what I mean, to come in a risk room and say, let's set the number at this. Because nobody wants it. Everybody wants to do it, but nobody wants to do it. Bernie Mac was a comedian, one of my favorites of all time, and he used to say, I say all the shit you don't want to say and you can't say. I'm in that mode right now for the odds makers and for the books. You guys want to use 31, don't you? You can't do it. They should do it. Does the game go over or under, B.L.? I mean, is this a lowest total? Is this? Do we have to hit the music newbie, or do you have the button <laughs> ready?
2: Can I mean, I, mean I feel like instead of the uh, the typical fanfare that we would have for a total this low, we should we should do something a little bit more uh, like this. Like...
0: <laughs> and, and, and,
2: and instead of that usual race music, man. It's not a race. I don't know how it
1: goes. I, I mean, does it keep going under? How can it keep going under? But it keeps going under. It's two service academies. It's not only just this game, guys. We've talked about this before. We hit the under earlier this year. When it was two service academies playing when they play, right. it's down under this and if it goes over it goes over this is what you we, you always ask me this and here's where I land on this one. And again, I've played I, I haven't played all 16 of these games, but the last couple I've played under in this. Mm-hmm. so I'm playing with some house money. I, I would rather be on the under and have it go over this ridiculous number or I try and outthink myself, play over and the damn thing lands under this number and you go, what, what? why didn't I play the under? <laughs> So some of this is a betting psychology. I'm just going under. If I lose it, I lose it, and we go on to the next one.
0: That's the psychology of the whole thing, and that's what, the, that's what the book knows. Like you can put the number up and let you pick, and you as the better will drive yourself crazy, and you'll go, oh, no. And then the games at Lincoln Financial Field, which is in Philadelphia, and we might have to worry about the weather, or will we? I don't know. It's so much thought that goes into it when I think the real thought is stop thinking, play the under and live with the results. How's that?
1: That's where I am already done. It. I'm in. There we go. Newbie, save that music. Cause we're going to have to get into it here in just a second. We might've, you thought we were low total of the week. We are not. I'll go lower than army Navy here in just a second, but let's talk, let's talk macro level for a second as yep. we enter bowls, both from your side of the counter as the book and just those of us, where newbie and I are trying to bet these. First and foremost, to I me, mean, if you follow us college football, you watch this show, you know about the transfer portal by now and the numbers that are going into it. This is unbelievable, guys. And I do a talk show every night here in West Virginia in the evenings from 6 to 7. The other night on day one, on Monday night, day one of the portal, we went live on the air at 606 East, 606 East, Dave. At that moment, there were 667 players in the portal. But here's what was most interesting. Now, did they have
0: that thing, like, preloaded? Like, when you try to buy tickets, like, for the, you know, uh, Taylor, what's her name? Co- concert. Swift. Taylor Swift. Like, is this what you have to do? You have to preload your thing. As soon as the transfer portal
1: opens, boom, you're in. Well, it, it didn't crash because it just kept taking people. It just kept it bringing people. <laughs> come on. They didn't sell out. Portal did not sell out. It kept taking more people. So, 667 oh, oh. as of 6 o'clock on Monday night. But here's what I found most interesting. Not that there were a lot of players you knew that was going to happen. That number is now well over 1,000 players in the portal as we record on Wednesday. But as of that moment on Monday, 62 were quarterbacks. So nearly 10% of the portal on day one through the first half of day one were quarterbacks, including some major names, guys. I mean, there's some four-year starters, three-year starters on here. DJU from Clemson, portal. Devin Leary, NC State, portal. Spencer Sanders, Four-year starter for Oklahoma State, portal. So I bring all of that up to just to say this, Dave. It's hard to bet early here on these oh. bowl games unless you're trading on that news. And I'm going to throw one at you that I've already played here in a minute just on this same theory. Okay. But you almost really have to wait until day of, day before, don't you? It's almost, you know, we had to do this a couple of years ago with COVID when you were trying to trade on the news of who's out for each particular team. We're kind of like that here. We've got portal and opt outs all over the place,
0: all over the place. And like this is, um, you know, and we had Chris Andrews on our show. He's the director at the South Point here in Vegas. We had him on Bostonia versus the book on Monday, and I just point blank asked him. I said, "How hard is it to do this now?" Because, I mean, I was just doing it. It was only it's only been two years since I was in the risk room trying to come up with numbers for the bowl games. It's really hard. And you have to kind of accept the fact that, like, you want lines to move so you have alternate positions on alternate numbers. But when you put up a number and it moves eight points, (laughs) like, now you're in trouble. Now you could leave yourself a middle where, you know, lay in two and take in 10 or vice versa where they're taking 10 at the beginning and now this guy ain't playing, this guy ain't playing, this guy ain't playing, this guy ain't playing, guy ain't playing. and a quarterback don't play and now the game's a pick, you're in big trouble. So I think a lot of this, like the plays that come early are speculation, mm-hmm. more so than who they think's going to win. And a lot yeah. of times mm-hmm. that's an indication just in general for different sports, but this one especially, this bowl season is really, really hard. And, like newbie had mentioned before the show, be how did you ever do these contests where you had to pick all the bowl games and yeah. like weight them,
1: rank spread? them, yeah, confidence yes. order, yeah,
0: right. And straight up was hard enough. With the spread, those contests, I I don't like doing those contests. I stopped doing them a few years ago because of this. How could I rank a bowl game? You have to have them all in before the sixteenth of December. Yeah, you know, you can't do that now, can
1: you? No, you can't. And, and here's a couple. So let's talk specifics now. Let me okay. throw one specific one at you where I tried to jump in and trade on some speculation. Didn't get the best of the number, but I've got a better number than what it's currently at now. So who knows where it goes? But here's one I I jumped on. December 22nd, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. December 22nd. So it's one of the earlier ones. This is South Alabama and Western Kentucky. So there's reports that Western Kentucky's quarterback, Austin Reed, is going to enter the portal. Now, that hasn't been confirmed necessarily yet, but he's the, you know, he's an interesting dude. He's the guy that came from Division II West Florida to Western Kentucky. He replaces Brady Zappi. Remember the year Zappi had last year for Western Kentucky, throwing it all over? Austin Reed did as well. 4,200 yards passing, 36 touchdowns. Those passing yards were the second highest total in FBS this year. So how critical is he to Western Kentucky? He means a ton, right? Well, reports that he's going to enter the the portal, reports that their starting center is going into the portal as well. So I hopped on this. And again, I didn't get the best number, but I got South Alabama minus seven. It is minus seven and a half as of this morning. So I'll take that and run with it. If Reed surprises me and he's in the game, I got a problem. I may have to get off it. But that was one I tried to jump early. Didn't get early enough, but tried to jump fairly early, see if I could beat Austin Reed into the portal.
0: Is this a game that you would bet normally, or is this a game that you would look to bet only because it's a bowl game?
1: Uh, well, you know us on this show. We'll get in. We'll get into some crazy games like this. I like these kind of non-high-profile games to get into. So, uh, yeah, I might look at this. I bet South Alabama a couple times this season. They were off to okay, a good so start early. So, yeah, that
0: was that's why I was asking because the next question was going to be. Have you bet either of these teams a game, whether it's on or against them, all season? Now, you have. That at least seems a bit um, responsible would be the word, I would add. There's a lot of people that dive into this, and that's the only game on Wednesday, December 21st. There's people that will bet this because they know that the football clock is running out. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's every day that goes by is one less day of football, and yeah. they're going to have to start watching college basketball or they're going to have to start watching hockey or NBA, and they don't want to. So they're betting a game just because it's up on the board. I would recommend not doing that myself, but, again, I've been around too long and seen too much, so I'm a little bit biased. Do you have an opinion on – well, let's put it this way. I'm not asking you for an opinion because it's early. But would that information, playing or not playing for the quarterback and the center, affect the total more so than the side? Would you like to look at the total rather than the side of this?
1: Well, I think you certainly look at the total. I haven't looked to see how far it's gone down. What did it open and what did it go to now? Because I'm sure it dropped a bunch with the same news. If you're, if you're starting quarterback and center are potentially out, that number had to come way down.
0: There's places that have an opening number as high as 61. Okay? It's 55 or 54 and a half. So when you tell me that I'm not trying to pick the winner, I'm trying to think the game's going to be slow or new new but you know, new quarterback in there or something, I'm thinking under. So you may have missed a number already if you can. And again, you have to kind of take everything that we did on this show all year and throw it out during the bowl season as far as line movements normally i'd say you're late to the party don't play it you missed it maybe that initial number stunk maybe they didn't have all the information with that initial number so don't worry about missing a number i don't think you have to and i would never say that and for the haters i don't even care if you're listening or you're not i don't mind saying that the numbers stink in bowl season okay and i would I used to sit in the book and go, we're playing defense. I have no idea who's playing. I have no idea what the game plan is. You were on the other side of it in West Virginia when a coach got fired right before the ball game, right? Like, how do you throw together a game plan in that situation? It's different than anything you've ever seen all season, right?
1: Well, speaking of that, let's talk about another game here where there's in, who's out, who's not playing, what's the mindset and, yeah, the, the, and I was part of this game. This is a Music City Bowl. I want to talk about the Music City Bowl here for a second. Kentucky and Iowa. Kentucky oh. versus Iowa. Let me say this. I've been to a lot of bowls. This was a fun one. I really enjoyed the Music City Bowl. Now, part of that was because it was Don Nealon, Hall of Famer Don Nealon's last game at West Virginia, and they won. They broke a long bowl-losing streak, won that game, against Deuce McAllister and Eli Manning in his freshman year against Ole Miss, Mm. West Virginia won that game. But to your point, Coach Nealon had already announced his retirement. Rich Rodriguez had already been hired and was in attendance at the bowl game. You talk about a circus. West Virginia was moving on from a staff that had been largely intact for 20 years, and it was their last game. A lot of the assistants weren't being retained. Rich was on board. You're trying to keep both people happy and prepare for the bowl, but here comes Rich, and it's a whole new thing. It was utter chaos. There, oh, wow. if I was betting that, I would have loaded on Ole Miss, David well, Cutliff and Eli. Would have loaded
0: in the game, right?
1: And then lost. West wow. Virginia wins the game outright in just one of those. You just shrug your shoulders. How do you know? So you try and handicap motivation. You try and handicap the chaos, and it's really hard to do because everybody reacts differently. So there's the other point of warning there. Can
0: you do that though? Like you seriously. can't. A no. lot of times you can't. You can't. I mean, and no. it's still. It's kids playing a game. Like, you don't know. I've heard this and we'll hear this on, you know, a lot of other content creator shows and a lot of things talking about motivation and all this other stuff. I used to sit in a book and go, bet it. Bet it because you don't know. And I think, would you say people get kind of caught up in it a little too much? or Probably. Or I, I think yeah, so, right?
1: Probably. But you do, you know, you can find examples every year. I thought last year's lsu kansas state was a great example lsu with the ed orgeron situation how chaotic they were guys opting out left and right they didn't have many guys Mm -mm. kansas state still on an upswing felt like they were rising went in there and drilled lsu so i think you can find those that make some sense but you just got to know you're going to lose a couple too you're just going to pick wrong and try and handicap that and you're going to be wrong a couple of times so i think you just have to accept that you lose that one and move on
0: do you play them all or do you selectively play them? That's the thing. Do you, do you play all the motivation angles, or do you do you play what you really like and then pass on the other ones and live with the results? Because you're going to let some get
1: away, yeah. but you're also going to probably save yourself from a couple losers, right? Well, I don't think you can play everyone now because it's almost every game. <laughs> <laughs> almost every That's game has one of these angles. It's not two or three like it used to be, right? It's every one. We so let's, can I give you, let me give you one here. Can I give go you this ahead. one? Go All ahead. right. This is that Music City Bowl. And this made the list for a couple of reasons, namely because Newbie might have hit the low music too soon. We're actually lower on the total, guys, 31 and a half. How's that? 31 post? and a half. Which is Iowa's <laughs> there you go, noobs. So here's why. One, just start with because it's the Iowa offense. Okay. Yeah. But how about this? It's the Iowa offense. Was Spencer Petras starting quarterback out? Shoulder surgery. I know he struggled all year, but starting quarterback's out. Okay, fine. Go to the backup quarterback at Iowa. Oh, wait, he's entered the transfer portal. So he's out. So now they're down to a true freshman or a redshirt freshman at quarterback for an offense that has struggled all year with their starters. That's one. Flip over to the Kentucky side. And this has some good storylines here. Number one, these two teams met last year in a bowl. So this is a back-to-back bowl season rematch. That
2: they played in the Citrus Bowl. I know I like this.
1: I like it. It's weird. It's also, it's also a good setup because Mark Stoops is an Iowa grad. Played defensive back at Iowa, as did oh. all, the, all the Stoops brothers. So you okay. have that. Reports that Will Levis, the quarterback for Kentucky, may not play in this game. Now, he has not declared that, but he has declared for the NFL draft. He said he's leaving to enter the draft. There's a lot of debate among NFL circles. Dave, you can speak to this. I'm sure you've talked about it on all your shows. Will he be the first quarterback taken? How high up does Will Levis, he's in that conversation. How can he play play in this game? How can he play? No, I don't don't know how he can. So that's one of those, he hasn't said that, but I don't know how he plays. Obviously, the books agree. So you got an Iowa offense that struggles with no quarterback and no number two. You've got the Kentucky quarterback saying he's already going to the NFL. And out, no wonder the total's is 31 and a half. You still have to go under, don't you? Do you go under 31 and a half? I'm not going over.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just a, I think it's an under or pass. But can you explain how the transfer portal works? Like if a kid says he's going to the transfer portal, that's it. He's done doing anything with that team, right? So the Iowa quarterback situation is we don't have one. Is that is that is that what the case? I mean,
1: is? you can you can pull yourself back out of the portal. You can come back out. It's I mean, but the a lot of uh, it just depends on what the team says. You've seen a couple guys over the last year or so into the portal, then back out of the portal, then they're playing. So oh, you you okay. could conceivably go talk somebody into coming oh, so it's back. it's Almost but like
0: it can be used as a leverage
1: point. Yeah, for, for, it depends on how big the leverage is. Yeah. yeah. Who was it last year? And I don't, I don't remember who it was. Was it? Was it Florida maybe? Somebody last year had this happen. They had everybody in there. They talked one of them into coming back, one of the quarterbacks into just staying and playing in the bowl game. I can't remember where it was, but that could happen. Is this
0: going to become a problem just, you know, big picture-wise? With the amount of bowl games there are, it's hard enough to find enough teams to play in them, let alone, you know, make that commitment and that budget thing that you – Told me about, and it's a big deal to go to a bowl game. It's an it's a big task to get it all involved. Now you got the kids going, eh? You know what? Not going to play. Ah, it's the bowl game. Like kids used to be chomping at the bit to play in a bowl game, and now you got kids with bigger aspirations or a lot at risk going, eh? Music City Bowl, I'm good. Is it? This is a problem, is it not?
1: Yeah, it it is, it, and it just I think it reduces the pool. There there's going to be a number of teams like we mentioned LSU last year that just probably shouldn't even be in a bowl. The game should just end because they've got so much chaos, new coaches, players leaving, right. so much turmoil. There's st- there's still some teams where this matters and this is fun, and I've said this before on other shows as somebody that has been on the ground traveling with a team and in a locker room for some of these bowls that aren't the New Year's Six. And I've watched teams win those games and celebrate as if they just won a Big Twelve title or a Big East title back in the day. That that mattered to those guys playing in the game. It's still a, a competition, and they want to win. But the number of programs that are that are stable and moving forward with the bulk of their guys just gets less and less each year. That's the challenge. Right. That's the challenge. I mean, it, listen, it's still a lot about TV programming, and these bowls right. will still do numbers. They'll do better numbers than what would normally be on an ESPN who owns the bulk of these games. So I think there's still a market, but each year it does become more difficult. And then when, the, when we go to the 12-team playoff, that's going to change the dynamic a little bit more as well. So you know me. I, I'm a big bull wonk. I, I like them. I work I a lot of them for radio, but if I wasn't working them, I would watch some of them. I'm on like a two- or three-year streak of watching a little bit of at least every single bowl game. I, I love them. Give me more football.
0: I, you told me that last week. You yelled at me for saying that football season, we don't need all these games and this and that, and that's fine. I I see your position, and I want to see good, good games, but I just know from the book standpoint, we're like, We don't do much handle on a lot of the games. And then the handle that we do, like, I feel like somebody knows, like they're ahead of the curve. If everything was on an even playing field, like the playoff sounds like it's going to be great. There's going to be home games for teams. There's going to be buys. I'm all in favor of it. I don't know what it does for the Bulls. What other bowls are you looking at? So that was the that was the what'd you call that one? The Music City Bowl?
1: New Yeah, that was we did the New Orleans Bowl and we did the Music City Bowl. I'll give you I'll give you one other one here that I want to look at. Then I want to throw it to you and Newbie and yeah. tell me which couple games you're watching. Because we have plenty of time to get to the, the playoff, and we will because I think there's some some storylines oh, there playoff, with our yeah. with our TCU team that we have faded all year with Michigan in with no Blake Coram. I think we've got some things to talk about there. Here's right. one other where I tried to jump on some news versus a team that I've watched a bunch this year. Florida State against Oklahoma. Florida State okay. and Oklahoma. Great matchup in terms of brand. But it feels, this is on December 29, December
0: 29. Thank you, sir. I'm looking for it right now. Okay, there it is.
1: Okay, this number. Cool. Do you like Cheez-Its? You know what? I really, I, not, they're not my favorite. We have them in the oh, house, house a lot. I, I kind of don't. Wow. I know, oh, it's, it's kind of, yeah, noobs. I, my kids love cheese its I know. Snack
2: oh, course. dude, I, uh, I do this thing, I'll get the white cheddar ones, throw a little olive oil, throw them in the smoker, do smoked Cheez-Its. I think I could get B. how in on the smoked Cheez-Its. <laughs> I, I would, because I was just going to say the white cheddar, I'm more of a white cheddar guy than the traditional. Man, after my one. own I, I do
1: the white, the white cheddar I could be in on. Totally in, okay. newbie with that. Totally good. The white cheddar, but go
0: ahead, give me the Cheez-It Bowl break that one.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> same thing here, same thing here, Dave. The number moved on me a little bit, but I still took it because I think it's two teams in different places. Florida State, they kind of not came out of nowhere because Florida State can't come out of nowhere, but they, they were pretty good. There are a lot of yeah. guys. Our guy Brad Powers has them in, the, in you know, what, top 10, top 12 yeah. his power rankings. They're a yeah. team that really came on at the end. Their quarterback, Jordan Tra- Travis, did not enter the portal. He said he's coming back. So that's a big boost for that Florida State program to have that quarterback say he's coming back. They're in a bowl against an Oklahoma program and team, team this year, program overall under Brett Venerables, that's still trying to figure out what it is. I watched them come into Morgantown and lay a giant egg and just flat out not look very good. So this is a team, do you wonder, is the, is the bowl a springboard for them to kind of get their stuff back together? Or are they a group that's wanting to say, man, get me, just end this season. I just want to be done. Let us go get the new class and, and we got to move forward. Where are we? I took Florida State minus seven. A couple of days ago
0: it's seven and a half now uh pretty much yeah painted seven and a half um first question for you with this game does it being in florida you know because you're going to hear people talk about oh they're going to be all florida state people and blah 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 because blah, it's a short trip does that mean anything to you when you mm, handicap the game
1: not a ton on this one not does a ton does the
0: fact that oklahoma I mean, you talk about not knowing who they are. You saw them in person. Used to be able to rely on the fact that they would be able to score points and defense, eh. Now you got to worry about them even scoring points. Like their offense is not even close to what it has been in years past. And obviously that's because Lincoln Riley went to USC and took Caleb Williams, who's probably going to win a Heisman, and everything else left them the cupboard a little bit bare total in the game is 65 65 that seems so high to me based on what we saw from Oklahoma's offense leading up to this game any thoughts on the
1: total it does but Florida State side scares me because Oklahoma's defense isn't very good either so Florida State with Travis could roll and and see so what I'm looking at in this one is I just what did I just say there are some teams out there that feel like they're rising and have a little momentum push Mm -hmm. behind them Florida State feels like that for me. You get Travis back on a team that was hot and getting some love at the end of the year. This is going to be a preseason top, certainly top 10 next year, could be top higher than that, right? So this is a group that can kind of jumpstart its season. Let's Let's make a statement. This just feels like two programs in opposite spots. That does seem like a high total, but Florida State could go bananas here. If Oklahoma doesn't want to be there, doesn't have a very good defense, and Florida State scores early, this could be an avalanche, couldn't it?
0: it I mean it very well could um
1: and and, and I, let me, I'm sorry, one one other thing mm-hmm. if if Oklahoma does show up and it is a chance to regroup and Dylan Gabriel gets going, could they put up some points on you? I mean, if Oklahoma's going to be in this game, it's because their their offense clicks a little bit, and they yeah. put up 21 or 28, and then you're certainly going over that
0: thing. no okay. question. There's no, there's absolutely no question that could be the case. So, um, it's, again, we got time. We'll address this game again. I think what we'll try to do is, like, address that week's games as we get closer. Yeah. You know, just kind of stay focused. Look ahead. Always looking ahead because if we can get a number that ideally doesn't exist by the time the game kicks off, we've won half the battle is getting good numbers. Um, can I throw a game at you?
1: Yeah, please. Yeah, you and Newbie. What do you what are you guys looking at? Well,
0: you know what we're looking at. I, mean,
1: I know. Penn State, Utah. Guys, this yeah, this is a good one. <laughs>
0: this is a and, really good. I mean, the Rose Bowl last year. Do you remember how much oh, fun that game was? Utah, last?
1: Ohio State, one of the best we've seen in years. That was awesome.
0: Was a fun football game. Back and forth. Lots of scoring. Um felt like a heavyweight fight. Game comes this year. And this is one of the last years that we're gonna have a Rose Bowl like a traditional Rose Bowl, right? They they just agreed this week to be part of the rotation or whatever it is. They're gonna be just be another game. So,
1: as rep- as reported on Eight in the Box last week, we said the Rose Bowl well, get on board. Remember they were gonna as reported on Eight in the Box.
0: Absolutely. You told everybody.
2: <laughs> Cite told us, you. please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just say you listen to the show because I know you're listening, but you don't say you're listening. first
2: reported by <laughs>
0: minus three. 52, Utah is minus three against Penn State. Now, Joey Porter Jr. already said he's not playing for Penn State. He's their best defensive back. That stinks. Uh, Singleton is playing. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Ehow, first thought, I'm not asking you. We got a lot of time. The game is Monday, January 2nd in Pasadena. Granddaddy of them all. You, you like Utah, don't you?
1: Well, a couple things. You know me as a as a as a Midwest native, growing up, idolizing and worshiping the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah. Every year when that was on, still I still love it. Still the prettiest field, the prettiest setting. Yes. It's still my favorite. It's one of the few that I have not been to. Been been a part of the Fiesta. Been a part of the Sugar. Have not have not been able to get to I'm a Rose. I'm
0: extending the invitation right now, if you'd like. I'll pick you up. We'll go to the game.
1: Something. I would. Lo- I would love to go to the Rose Bowl. Amen. We we've won a couple Utahs. We've won a couple Utah games this year. They've been we good have. to us. They've
0: been good. To, they've been very good to the Eight in a Box show. They have listeners and uh, participants.
1: Absolutely. Also, as first reported on this show, I said, "Come along in for the." The Penn State over nine and a half win total early in the season. I was on that. You did right. No, noted Penn State lover here in me Kinda was on that. you
0: kicking and screaming about that one.
1: Really no, like that, one. that is untrue. I brought that up before you two guys. You were still focused on game three, and I said world champion Nittany Lions over nine and a half. <laughs> okay, to answer oh, your right. question, here's that's the only right. thing. Here, here's my thing. Here, yeah. I, I I will probably go back to well with newbie on his on his Singleton touchdown prop. It'll probably be minus 600 now. We'll have to parlay it in with something else. <laughs> oh, I got the play. I don't have it in front of me, but I will get it. Kyle Whittingham from Utah in bowls is lights out. I mean, like lights out, like hadn't lost a bowl game until the last year. Or so they lost last year, right? Ohio State ended up winning that. Yeah. Right. He, he's, yeah. it's a ridiculous number. He's lost like one bowl game in his career. They're very, very good. This might have to be a Utah look for me. Early call. Early call. We'll dig into the numbers.
0: Anything, anything, anything less than three is gone or going. So if you see this number and you want to lay less than three, you better do it today because they can't listen to the show live, but there's rooms moving right now to minus three, Utah minus three, literally while we're speaking. Noobs, what do you think about this game? I mean, because my initial thought, I'm not going to lie, was I don't want to play Utah. No, at all. I've been to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I went in 93 and saw Penn State beat Oregon 38-20. to 20 When Kajana Carter took the first handoff and ran 80 yards, and my brother and I were in the stands, brother Doug, and we ran with him right there. We got all the way home. We won that game, thought we should win a national title, but they gave it to Nebraska because they beat Florida, Miami, or something the night before. It was aggravating. But every time I've been back to the Rose Bowl, it's been against USC and the Penn State Nittany Lions got housed. (laughs) I literally called back to Vegas the one time I went when they played against Sanchez, and I said, these USC guys look like men. We look like boys. Go bet USC for me, please. I had somebody literally run to the book and bet it for me. So I don't want to say that we're going to lose, but – but moves, you I mean you were just there. You saw senior day. This is it.
2: I, I saw senior day and I saw all I needed to see from the Utes. I don't know if it's one Ute, two Utes. All I know is you can lay all three of the Utes and grab that number now. They're they're gonna beat Penn State. They're the better team. Look at what they did against USC. The prop I love in this game, though, isn't a Nick Singleton touchdown. Oh. We hit Sean Clifford over passing attempts over passing attempts for Sean Clifford numbered should probably come in around 22 and a half 23 and a half he will go over that it is his last game Franklin's going to send him into the sunset in their bowl game last year against Arkansas 32 pass attempts when he thought that it was going to be his last one so if you can get down Sean Clifford passing attempts over that's the way I'm betting Penn State in this game but I'm laying it with the Utes Good newbie. I like that. But why are we – you got Singleton. Why are we
1: throwing it 30 times with Clifford? What are we doing?
2: Because it's his
1: last game. And
2: if there's one thing – if there's one thing that James Franklin likes is sending the guys that's been in his foxhole out, you know, when he thought it was his game last year, they pulled it off. And also – They're going to be trailing in this game, B-How, and they're probably going to be trailing early. And if Franklin wants to stay around, what's he going to do? He's going to get pass-happy with a guy who will probably complete half of those passes. We don't care if he completes them. We care if
1: he throws them. Real quick, guys, I do have the numbers for, so this is kind of interesting on Whittingham. Started 11-1 in his first 12 bowl games. Wow. 11-1. Wow. But they've lost their last three. Okay. They've lost their last three outright. So there you go. There's your there's your winning hand.
2: Through. Yeah, but they're a ranked team. So it's Franklin going on the road. I I I I just don't see how Penn State, you know, sticks around a, a touchdown in this game, Dave. I don't know what you think, unless they try and control it with the clock, but if it gets out of hand early, um I don't see how they stick around.
0: I think the only way Penn State wins this game is they get they cause a couple turnovers. Yes. And, or Singleton and goes to the, the house
2: field. on a kickoff, something like right, that. Quick scores yeah. are
0: good, but they have to win a turnover battle. A thousand by two, percent, I think. It has to be three, one, four, two, Agreed. something like that. Yeah, there's no other way. Uh, I don't think they can trade scores. They can't. They Hell can't no. No, there's no way. The, the Pac-12 game was fun. It was here in Vegas. I didn't go, but um, Utah looked. I liked them. We we talked about it here on the show. I liked them before the game. As first reported, like Behal likes yeah. to say, which I'm going to adopt, um, and give you full cite point. us. As as first reported on eight in the box, uh, Utah was the side. I'll li- I'll, I'll I'll leave it to this before we move on to something else. We had a guy used to come in the book every year. Bet the dog on the money line in every bowl game. Hmm. Just blindly took out all of the thought. And said, I'm betting every dog on the money line. And if there's a couple upsets, makes big units. If the chalk wins the majority of the games, not so much. He came out ahead almost every single year, blindly betting every game. You have action every game. You don't have to think. You just give it a dog. And you know, when you're taking a 10.5 point dog, you got minimal shot, but if that wins, that makes up for three or four losses. Just keep that in mind going forward. yeah
1: That's a good one. I think you said that to me last year.
0: Yeah. I don't Especially know as goes.
1: I was as I was loading in on all those favorites. I liked it yeah, better. I had yeah, that I'm in my head and warn, it made me nervous. You
0: know? Yeah, it's not it's that sometimes it's the, the the chalk it's actually not a lot of times the spread I like to you know we talk about it here on the show. The spread doesn't come into play so much um uh, maybe during the mm. season in college yeah. football comes in and play a lot on these bowl games because there's so much um uncertainty. So if you if you're taking points a lot of times it's the it's the side.
1: So Okay. Well that's all I have for college football. We'll do more on next Wednesday's show because we'll be leading into the first game on Friday. Then we have a big big slate next Saturday the seventeenth. So we'll do some more games more games then. Do you want to give us a uh you've been you've been on fire. Your hockey picks have been very good on the show. Newbie doesn't want me to give you a record, so I won't, but it's very good. It's very good. You find winners. You found two in last week's show. I asked Rangers you for one. You right. gave us two.
0: The Rangers are here in Vegas tonight. Um,
1: Wednesday Jesus. night. Here, Wednesday night, in case you're just Wednesday hearing this night. in a clip. Wednesday night. This, yeah,
0: Wednesday night. Rangers in Vegas, plus money. Rangers. No explanation, no deep dive. Oh, yeah, we yet. don't need any of that. No, I don't. It is, no,
1: it's, it's God forbid you give games, information.
0: Okay, I don't want any information. You, you, I just I just
1: want a winner. That's all. I just want a winner.
0: Rangers winner today. Really? Tomorrow, Thursday, Dallas
1: money line. Hold on. Hold on one second. You're going too fast here for those of us trying to write.
0: Dallas, you wanna you want I'm trying to give you a couple for the rest of the week.
1: I know that's what I want. I can get today's in, but the, the other ones, if the lines aren't, I need to. I need to write this down. As do other listeners.
0: Dallas is a little chalky. It's going to be probably. I don't. I hope it's not New Jersey level favorite. Yesterday, New Jersey was minus four fifty, money line against Chicago Blackhawks. They won three nothing. Didn't even make you sweat after the first period. It was one nothing, but it's a winner. You want a winner? Dallas no is beating Ottawa. Dallas has beaten Ottawa on Thursday. So there you okay. go. There's two winners. What a guy. Chris Otto, if you're listening, PSU Otto. Thank you. Follow him on Twitter. He's Excellent back. hockey. He's coming out of the hole. He had a bad start to the season because coming up with data is hard at the beginning of any sport. You've been hitting this college basketball. What the hell have you been doing with this college basketball? I mean, it's just these these tournaments. Did you watch the uh, the game yesterday between Texas and Illinois? The Jimmy V w- Classic.
1: Yep, I watched both games. Watched that one. Had Duke minus two and a half against Iowa in the nice second work. game, so nice we like that. Yep, didn't have anything in the first game, but did watch it. Yeah. Did
0: that Absolutely. game go over the Duke Iowa game? Uh, you know what, Dave? I don't know that. Three, I think was the total. I don't know if it did or not. Let's see.
1: You I'll tell me. It yesterday. Um. Okay, I'm watching I two tonight. You want to? You want to hear two? I'm watching tonight. I do. No, it went under last night. One thirty six. six? Mm-hmm.
0: Total close one forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me again, who knows stuff? Vegas? oddsmakers Books? People. I mean, seriously. You can't be twelve points off the total. Not I mean you can now. That's fine. Um, what are you looking at tonight? Penn are, are, Villanova? Uh,
1: no. No,
0: Penn State. No, N- no.
1: Oh. UConn, Florida. Okay. UConn, Florida. Okay. I really like this UConn team a lot. They've got dudes. Hurley's got them going. I watched Florida against West Virginia over the weekend or uh, last week. West Virginia absolutely annihilated Florida. That, uh, so I, I don't have a great read on Florida because I don't think they're as bad as what West Virginia made them look. Western looked really good at it. I kind of lean a little bit under on this one. This is Yukon on the road. I would probably lean to Yukon as well. What's the number right now? It was four and a four half and when a half. I was looking. Yeah, it's kind of a lot for a road team. But it's Yukon's first big road test, which would give me pause. But I might look at the under. It's already ticked under. down a little bit. Under. Yeah. It was 144 and a half when I was looking. I think it's already down at least a point, right?
0: One forty-four. It's down a point where you're at. It's still 144 and a half out west because the people aren't awake yet. Books don't open till eight a.m. You like under
1: in that one too? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Game. Go ahead.
0: Connecticut is the fifth-ranked team in the country. Bial, are uh, they
1: well, going to win aware. the Big East? I'm aware. They're they're really good. The, I mean, they've got they've got guys, and Hurley's teams play so hard they can avoid some injuries. I like them a lot.
0: Somebody told me uh, a couple of weeks ago, her name was Elveta. She's a, she's a professor at Florida State, and she was talking to me about Florida State basketball. She's a basketball junkie. Said Florida State is vastly undermanned. or a go-against going forward, so keep an eye on them because struggling. their lines have not caught up. I got They're another struggling. guy um, who told me UAB and Toledo are play on teams and overs. Because they run so fast and they're nine and ten deep. Second unit, same as the first. So
1: Well, Andy Kennedy, Andy Kennedy coaching at UAB. If you're interested, West Virginia and UAB are going to play here, not this game, but the following game. Really? That's that's a former Hugs assistant going oh. against Hugs. It was a great game last year in Birmingham. Oh. West Virginia won it, but it was a close game. But if you like that, that game will be coming up here.
0: See, this is why we gotta talk about college basketball because you have so many of these ties. You're it's like Belichick coaching tree. It's the how West Virginia connection tree with college basketball. It's unbelievable.
1: Well Michigan speaking of State-
0: what? Well let me, let me give
1: you well let me give you one. West Virginia is in action tonight. Let's talk this through. You ready? Give it to the, me. Let's then go. we'll get then, then we'll get you out of here. We'll get yeah. you out of here after this. Yeah. So this one, so West Virginia's in a bounce back spot after losing at Xavier on Saturday. Okay. Here's what I'm watching. What was in this the line
0: one. in the Xavier game? Were they dogs?
1: <sighs> dogs by
0: two, I think. Dogs by two. Okay. So it was a close it was a it I, was almost a pickup.
1: Yeah, well, two two really good teams. That game mattered. But here's what was interesting. There was a lot of external stuff in that one. That was Hugs returning to Cincinnati against a team that's a giant Cincinnati, Cincinnati rival. So that place was on fire. It was a great environment. Really fun college basketball game in December. West Virginia was blistering hot. Just shot the lights out, led the majority of that game, then went cold down the stretch. Mm. Xavier mm. kept coming. West Virginia fouls a lot, puts its opponents on the line a lot. Xavier hits free throws down the stretch, plus 12 in free throw points. Xavier ends up winning that. So the reason that matters is this, I think, tonight. West Virginia returning home. Most of its games early this season have been out in Portland at the Phil Knight event, then on the road to Xavier. They're returning back to the Coliseum for four straight at home, of which the first is Navy tonight. So they're obviously a heavy favorite over Navy. 18. Yeah, that it feels a couple points higher than what I would have liked. Ooh. I was hoping 15 or 16 and we could have grabbed it. It's a couple points high. I do like the spot. Generally under Hugs, West Virginia in these spots, when they've lost, and they lost a game that mattered to Hugs against Xavier, even though he admits he doesn't, didn't care about it, he won't acknowledge that, but it did. Generally, they bounce back under him. When he's got pretty good teams, they generally bounce back because they bring the intensity, they're amped up, and they're ready to go. They're getting a Navy team tonight. Then how about this? just doesn't get to the free-throw line. They're all perimeter-based, which you'd expect from a Navy team that's going to be a little bit undersized. So they don't get to the free-throw line. There's a chance here. I I haven't played it. I'm liking West Virginia. I just don't know if I can get to 18-and-a-half. So I'm conflicted between firing on 18-and-a-half and hope that theory holds that West Virginia comes and rolls in this game or starting it with Navy comes out. They shoot a lot of threes, and they're very good, one of the top 15 teams in the country in three-point percentage hoping they hit a couple threes early because they're excited to be in this game and I can get a lower number on West Virginia. Thoughts?
0: My initial thought is, is the lay it. 134 is the total? I don't know. Every time we did this last year where we bet on a team that was going to shoot good at shooting threes. How did that work out?
1: Yeah, they didn't. I was a jinx. They couldn't Especially increase. on the road. Mm-hmm. Against a team that'll be much better and longer defensively. I, I right? can't imagine Probably Navy like... has a ton of success shooting it today. I I And again, this is generally over Huggs' time, a spot when they come back, he's been blistering them in practice. You've got a bunch of older guys that are tired of hearing him all week. way. This yeah. feels like you come out and roll here if you're West Virginia.
0: Win by 20. I this think is, so, too. This is I think I might 20. lay it.
1: Are you going to the game? I'm uh, not because it starts at seven. I'll just be getting off the air. So by the time I get over there, it's I miss half of it. So I usually only go when it's a nine o'clock east. Nine o'clock east.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. You'll have to. You'll have to uh, keep me abreast of it because my couple books here that I have that they're lessening the menu as far as in game offerings. This probably Ooh. won't be offered. Ooh uh here so you'll have to keep me
1: abreast of it yeah i'm gonna the- i'm gonna watch it what one other one before we go one other to watch on thursday iowa, yeah. iowa state play on thursday we just talked about iowa losing to duke oh. they're in a bounce back spot at home against the rival in iowa state who's been playing great defense iowa state was the story of the of the oregon and the early mte events that they, they look really good knocked off north carolina they've got a chance but Iowa in a revenge spot here right, Iowa maybe on this one? You like Iowa at home what's against it, Iowa the State? What's number? That'll be a, a short number. That'll be a, a what, one Iowa or two? minus four? Okay. No, I don't think it'll Not be that much, four? will it? Uh, let's I look don't at, know.
0: Yeah. I haven't been looking at Ken Palm yet and diving into the numbers because I've been so focused on the college football and the NFL and everything else that, again, you know college basketball season has started and the college basketball guys know college basketball season has started, but the general... Um casual fan only paid attention to a couple of big games. So we'll we'll see where that goes. Um anything else you want to add before we get out of here?
1: I'm good. That's all that's all for me.
0: That's all we got for B. How newbie, anything on the way out, sir? you cooking up anything this week or anything?
2: Uh nothing weekend, being Andrew? cooked up this week. I'm thinking about making the trip down for Army Navy if I can uh, if I can grab some, you know, decent price tickets and then I'm going to the Meadowlands on Sunday, Eagles Giants. So I got a Ooh. full weekend Ooh. of football, boys. Oh, yeah, gosh. you do. Yeah, okay. you do, noobs.
0: Bundle up. You can borrow my hat if you want this. I might
2: actually be in, in in a
0: suite at the Meadowlands. That's where, where, where,
2: where, where we well, right. well well we'll oh, we'll send whoa. we'll send people to Cash Considerations for that backstory, Dave.
0: That's fine. Okay, very good. We'll we'll, we'll get back together. We'll you know we'll circle the wagons. Be how if you're available tomorrow, you're the guest on uh, on Cash Considerations. If you, want, Ooh. you join the boys, oh, so. the oh, beard, you know, try to boys. record. So we'll we'll let you know after the show. He, yeah. For Dan Alexander, he's at Newbie Talks. For Brad Howe at Brad Howe07. I am Dave Sherapan at Sports BK Consig. The show, eight in the box, available on the Cash Considerations Podcast YouTube channel, as well as wherever you get podcasts Apple, Spotify, any one of those other ones. We thank you for listening. We thank you for watching. Hit the subscribe button. Even leave us a review. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go Army, go Navy, stay under. See you later.